What's up, y'all, and welcome back to the Why Not Podcast. I am so happy to be back here. Oh, my goodness. For some reason, I subconsciously forgot that I had a podcast for a while, Um, but then the Lord kind of reminded me tonight, girl, you have a podcast. You can go in there and talk about whatever you want, because right now, I am in the middle of literally thinking about rebranding, rethinking, remodeling this podcast. Um, I will be probably adding a few friends, so that'll be so much fun, and and it'll just be so much more. It'll be, it, it, and that's crazy. We'll get back into that because I just literally quoted a part of the Bible, but it'll be so much more. And I just really do believe that the Lord's hands is just on it. So we'll talk about that. We'll talk about what my life has been because guys, it has been a crazy rough couple of months, let alone a couple of weeks, um, couple of days. So I'm excited to do that. But also I'm just excited to be back here. I'm excited to talk to you guys, connect with you guys, and deepen this relationship with Christ because nobody said it was easy for a young female or a young dude, you know, to be out here and believing in the Holy Spirit. So I love y'all. I'm thankful that you're here. Welcome back to the Why Not Podcast. It's your girl M. Let's get it. For starters, I want to give you guys a little update on like what my life has been because I have not been on here in so long. And to be honest, I feel like I didn't even launch this platform how I would have wanted to, but that's all right because everything is within the Lord's will. So the most recent battle of mine is um, health and just trying to, you know, be steadfast in what the Lord is doing within the body. Um, and then it's also mainly my career. Um, so I recently came to the realization that I was not happy in my set career. If you know me, then you know, but if you don't know me, then you're going to get to know me. Hey, um, I have been on a business track since I was a freshman in high school. Um, I was a part of this dual credit program that was like a business program at my high school and don't get me wrong. It was a great program. Um, I loved the the basis. Oh, excuse me. I just burped. I love the basis of it, like what the goal was. But at the same time, it was just like, if you're exposing these kids to nothing but business, then that's the only thing that they're going to think that they're able to do. And so that's exactly what happened. The Lord had obviously gifted me so many opportunities in the business world. Um, and in accounting, like I got a accounting internship when I was a senior in high school. Um, when I graduated as a senior in high school, I got my associate's degree, um, just a regular schmegler associate's degree. But still, like, I walked across a college stage with some of my friends. I was so proud of myself. And I was so set in this business track. But I am such a spiritual person. And I have such a strong relationship with Christ that I have been praying these dangerous prayers like, Lord, let your will be done. Lord, I, how can I help you, Lord? you lead my steps, your will, your way kind of thing. And so um, I think that that has honestly caught up to me. (laughs) And so I kind of came to the realization that I was not happy in what I was doing. And um, so that comes with a shift. Um, Luckily, I do have so much grace and so much understanding in, you know, my current boss, so I don't have to like quit my job immediately and find another one. But I'm blessed to be able to like sit down with her and be like, This is what my life is, and this is what um, the Lord's leading me to, and all that, and just, like, be able to be offered so much space and time and stuff like that. So, 
that's the biggest blessing in my life and it's also like my biggest one of my biggest struggles is just you know kind of grieving this life that I had built for myself you know there's a lot of things that go into the security of the kind of degree that I wanted to do or the kind of work that I wanted to do like you know I come from a single parent household where my mom did not graduate college so I am the first generation in this household or in this family um and so that comes with a really really big responsibility and so I took on that responsibility and I didn't really I didn't really have myself in thought when it came down to like trying to figure out my what my life was um and so coming to that realization and accepting all of that was huge for me guys like I I was sent into a straight grievance I was so messed up and then um I recently had a friend pass away her name is Halen, bless her heart. Um, I won't go too much into detail about her and her story, maybe one day, but Halen was a really, really dear friend and she was battling with her cancer journey for a while. And, um, you know, she had her ultimate surrendering this past Monday. So um, that has been difficult, but at the same time, it's just like when you know where they are and where they're going and where you're going to be, it's just like, I'll see you later, boo. But it was really, really hard and I'm still grieving um, that I was bedside with her. So, you know, being with a friend when they pass away is, is very difficult. So I've been trying to give myself time and space to grieve this. And <laughs> y'all, it is so hard. It is so hard. I took off. Oh, excuse me. I took off two weeks of work, two weeks, and I thought I was going to, and I was supposed to return back to work this upcoming week. The Lord said no. The Lord said scratch the plans. So that's what I've done, and it is not a fun experience to be led by the Holy Spirit and to be so obedient. So I want to talk about what does it mean to be obedient in the Spirit, in the Holy Spirit? What does it mean to walk this life in faith in literal faith because it is so so hard so yes that's it come on okay so while i was just talking about this um this bible verse just came to my mind and i'm looking for it right now so give me a moment and it's crazy because like this i mean like we grew up on this um it is matthew 7 verses i believe it's 24 yes 24 to 27 we might go to ooh, we might go to 28 okay it says anyone who listens to my teaching and follows it is wise like a person who builds a house on a solid rock though the rain comes in torrents and the flood waters rise and the winds beat against the house it won't collapse because it is built on bedrock but anyone who hears my teaching and doesn't obey it is foolish like a person who builds a house on sand when the rain and floods come and the winds beat against the house it will collapse with a mighty crash when jesus had finished saying these things the crowd were amazed at his teaching for he taught with real authority, quite unlike their teachers of religious law. I want to read another version of that. I want to do the NIV. Okay, let's read this one more time, okay? Because this is a word, y'all. Like, I know a lot of us have kind of grown up on this, but this word right here? All right, let's redo it. Run it back. 
Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against the house, yet it did not fall because it had its foundation on the rock. But everyone who hears these words of mine and does not put them into practice is like a foolish man who built his house on sand. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against the house, that house, and it fell with a great crash. When Jesus had finished saying these things, the crowds were amazed at his teaching because he taught as one who had authority and not as their teachers of the law. I mean, of course, Jesus spoke from authority. I mean, come on, he's our way to the father, but I I understand. So in this context, I really want to like think of Jesus as being my rock right now, y'all. Like Jesus is our rock in our lives. And so I think about like how I begin to build my life. You know, I'm young. I'm a young 20. So let's 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 really focus in on that part. Like your girl is a baby out here compared to a lot of these people. And so what a blessing it is to realize at such a young age that I did not want to go into a career that I thought for the life of me that I wanted or that I needed. Like I needed to do this or I needed to stay on this track in order to succeed because that was societal. That was what society told me what was okay, but not just society, what the people in my household would agree on, like what what would make them proud. And it's just like, I don't want to truthfully, don't get me wrong. I would love to make my mom proud. I love to make my people proud. Shout out. But at the same exact time, the number one person that I need that okay from that I need that I am proud of you that I need oh, a job well done from is my father up in heaven. Amen. And so I think about like me on this journey and just building my house and how you know the house is beautiful the house is strong but because the house is not built on the back of the father because the house isn't built on jesus because my house isn't being built on the rock because it is built on sand and i like to think of sand as just being like sin and just oh my god so much stuff y'all like and i i can get deeper into that but because my house, because my life is not built on the rock, it's going to fall, it's going to slip. And I think that the Lord kind of like, the Lord is kind of revealing that before I even get to the part where my house is completely built. You know, I'm I'm still on the foundational part. I'm I'm still trying to put up the framework. I don't even have the drywall up yet. Or or let me let me pause. I have the drywall up, okay? Some parts of the house have drywall. Some parts of the house do not. I don't have proper flooring. The plumbing isn't done. You get what I'm saying? I'm so young that my house that I haven't imagined is not even like the foundation isn't even secure yet, my man. Like we're still trying to make sure that everything is going to be good and it's going to pass inspections. And so I think it's so interesting that the Lord had gave me this verse because, you know, it's a classic worship song and I will build my life. Amen. I'm not finishing on here, but yes. Yeah, so I just thought that that was so interesting. Um, because the Lord will use anything and everything. And when I tell you guys, I just understood that business and accounting is just not my realm. And I have always had such a heart for God's people. Um, you know, like 
if you guys are into Enneagrams, I don't really know much about Enneagrams. So like if any of you guys do know anything, like DM me on Instagram or something like that, or just like email me because I legit don't have much inter like information on them. And I like it's crazy because like I've paid for a test, but I never really like did the deep dive because the woman that I was like working with at the time, you know, do you know, just things just end up happening. But like, I don't know if that. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. But like, I'm a type two. And so I just love helping the Lord's people. And that is just always where my passion has been. I think about like, my experience and like, even like, I think about my resume. And if it's not business, then it's ministry work through and through like, I have done nothing but work with children my entire life. I have done nothing but work with, you know, people, God's people my entire life. So, um, and, and backtrack before this past summer, before the summer of 2023, I had like hit rock bottom. You know, I had for like, I had just left Ball State, you know, I was experiencing so much racism there. It was awful. Like we can do a whole pod on that and, and how I got through y'all because I swear there was, there was so much hatred in my heart after coming back from Ball State. I promise you, I kid you not. And you know what? This is a shameless space. So I get to say this in, in all authenticity, authenticity, but I had a lack of patience and a lack of love, a lack of empathy, a lack of respect for my white people in my life. Um, and not all of them. Like, I want to say the only people that I didn't really la like lose any like respect or love or empathy for um, would have to be like, my friend Mac and my spirit mamas. But other than that, like I legit kind of, I, I slumped down and don't get me wrong. There was not a, like a pure hatred to the point where like I would treat somebody wrong. But in my mind, I was guarding my heart so much that I wasn't even allowing the Lord's love to pour over me. And that's so sad. So the Lord had kind of presented me with an opportunity to go off to a camp that I used to go to when I was a kid. I had only been there like once, um, so it was very interesting, but I knew it was straight from the Holy Spirit because the job had been offered to me so many times before, but I just, it wasn't the season. And so when I went, obviously, you know, I'm at the summer camp, it's a Christian camp. Um, it's majority Caucasian and I'm like the only black person on staff at my camp. Um, and in general, like there was like, there's like three campgrounds and it was me. And then it was this other woman. I'll let's call her. Dang, what should we call her? Let's call her glasses because I don't want to do, you know, I don't want to put nobody's business out there, but glasses was there and um but she wasn't at my campground and they were having like some some personal issues with her so you know yeah I had to be on my p's and q's but still like the lord had sent me to camp in order to restore my love for his children like he literally was just like he was presenting my brothers and my sisters to me and reminding me why it is so important to simply love I was encountered with kids who would say slick things and I was I I still experience racism at camp don't get me wrong but the way that it was handled the way that my heart was able to get through the way that my heart was able to communicate with their hearts y'all can you imagine a like a little little child asking you like 
you and another black student, a, a student, by the way, like a kid in camp. So I'm a staff member. Then there's another black kid. She's the only black kid in at camp that week. And this white little girl comes up to both of us while we're talking. And she asks if we're sisters. Mind you, this other young lady, she does not look like me at all. She's a little darker skinned, beautiful girl. Um, and like, there was nothing like, guys, when I tell you, me and this girl did not look alike, like, it, it, I, I just, I just couldn't see it. And so I had to, I had to respond with grace and with love, even though a part of me was kind of upset, you know, the Lord was just like grace and grace, because I could be so upset about his children not loving me or respecting me or holding any empathy for me. But what happens when you're presented with the opportunity to teach? Like what what happens when, when you're presented with the opportunity to mend? So it kind of goes back to that. It's just like if my foundation isn't solid, if my foundation isn't solid, then everything that I will build on it will fall. It will crumble. And so everything that the Lord is doing in my life is just leading me to the cross. It's just leading me back to him, leading me back to my true purpose. And in that means that I have to be obedient because I wouldn't have moved out of that hatred if I would have stayed at Ball State. Truthfully, if, if I would have stayed at Ball State, I would have developed a deep sense of hatred for all of my white people in my life. No lie. No lie. And it's crazy because a lot of like, and I don't want to say a lot, but like my, I think about like my spirit mamas. You know, I have my birth mama. I love my mama. That's my girl. I have had so many challenges with her, but I love my mom deep, true, and honestly, okay? She is my girl. She's my rock. Then the Lord presented me and gifted me with a set of spirit mamas. I love them beyond. They are two older white women, okay? I, I, I have had some very difficult conversations with my girl Sherry, and it's no shade. It's no shade. It is no shade. Mama Sherry, she has just taught me so much about grace and don't get me wrong let me let me preface she has not said or done anything that is awful or is racist or like she trust me guys my girl has full true intentions but when you grow up in an area or a society or or you have the mindset of if something doesn't deal with you if something doesn't affect you then it has nothing to do with you then I mean what 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 you know what do you expect so I think you know that is so interesting and then I think about also like even currently I think about my sisters yes I have a mixed sister cool then I have a black sister cool then I have a white sister cool so so you you see it it's just like and then like growing up I think about high school I was really close to my principal he was a white man you know what a white man cannot come on you're not even a woman so you can't even understand half of the struggle but I won't say my bro didn't have any struggles so it's just like if the Lord hadn't if the Lord hadn't done it who would I have been? Like, who would I be? I wouldn't have been on this podcast. I wouldn't be being able to experience the fullness and the joy of the Lord even at this moment. Like, there's so much happening right now. So I'm just really excited to talk about the obedience because this is what it is. Like, 
how obedient did I have to be to realize and to accept the fact that Ball State was no longer for me? That was huge. Are you serious? I had got myself a full ride, y'all. A full ride to Ball State. I did not pay a dime to be there. They paid me. So you're telling me that I left a school that was paying me to be there for my leadership um, abilities for my for my community service work all of that stuff the heart of the Lord they were rewarding me for having the heart of Jesus now did they name Jesus no of course they didn't but I do because <laughs> if it wasn't for him right okay but I had to literally be so obedient to to let go and surrender that I grieved I was mad. I was upset. I think about who I was a year ago, which was when I was at Ball State. Y'all, I was heavier. I was sad. I was just depressed. I was smoking weed every day, all day. Drinking every day, all day. Like, I just, look having sex with guys all day, every day. Guys that did not have my best interests at heart. You know, if I really, really think about it. Like, don't get me wrong. They they cared about me, but if they really cared about me, if they were true followers of the Lord, we wouldn't have been doing that, you know? So it's just like, okay, I got that. And then I had to be obedient to the Father, to the Lord, to even go to camp, to get that restoration. Dang it. I'm, this is bad. R what is it? Restora restoration? Is it restoration? I think it is restoration. Amen. But I had to go to camp to get that restoration and then even coming from camp, okay, allowing myself to take a gap semester. That was hard. Oh, my God. Let alone me taking another one and accepting and being obedient to the calling of ministry and not even knowing what that means. I don't know what that means. All I know, and you know what? I'm going to do some deeper research on what that means so that next podcast I can have a deeper understanding so we could talk about it more. But like, I don't know what that means. So now I'm just being obedient to the call and to, to the way of this life, to the way of this living of just like, Lord, if you said it, we believe it. So Lord, if you said that this is what I'm, what I'm not supposed to be doing, then okay, I believe it. If this is what I'm supposed to be doing, okay, I believe it. If, if I need to, if I need to pick up my house and put it on a different rock or a different foundation, let it be done. Let your will be done. If I need to leave this house alone, if I need to abandon thy ship, if I need to abandon thy house, then Lord, let your will be done. I'm moving. I don't even look, Lord, if you need me to literally get up and not even pack up the room, if you need me to, to literally get up with the things that I have on, on my body and walk in true obedience to you, Lord. And you know, it's crazy because obedience can, can be difficult. Obedience kind of, it, it kind of hurts. I can't lie to you. Obedience is like, it's, it's, it's a, it's an ultimate surrendering. It is, it is like a, it's almost like, think about your parents. And when your parents tell you to do something when you were younger and you really didn't want to do it, but you did it anyway because those are your parents. And if you didn't listen, you were either going to get a whooping, you was going to get on punishment, you was going to get talked to, anything. That's how I am with God. I do not want to get talked to. I do not. And, and you know what? Let me preface by saying the Lord does not punish us. Okay? The Lord is a very forgiving Lord. 
And and, and and to be honest, to a lot of us, he's he's maybe too forgiving, but because we are made by him, because we are his children, he says that we are deserving of his grace. Amen. So like I just I just think about like my father up in heaven who was just like he loves me so much that he's just like, I see you and I know what you're capable of because I made you and I am within you and you are within me. So because you were on that earth, because I am on this earth for just a little while, he's going to bless me with a life worth living. Okay, because there have been times where your girl did not want to live and that was not too long ago. That was not too long ago. That was me at Ball State. I was so miserable. I was so, 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 so miserable. So I just think about that. I think about all the things like recently I was just talking to my spirit mama about um, when I could have like potentially had a child. And I haven't even talked about my mom to my mom about it yet. But like I last year I was at Ball State, I could have had a I could have had a kid. And I don't really talk about that often. I don't really want to talk about that. Um that'll be a whole nother podcast, but there was so much shame in that. There was so much guilt in that. And um I just think about how the Lord covered me. Like, oh my gosh, like he just he he just outpoured his love on me and his grace. Like he covered me from each angle and made sure that I had people by my side and around me to honestly just lead me back to him, to uplift me, to 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 honestly just scream out his glory and like his claim on my life because oh my gosh y'all he has delivered me from so much and I'm only 20 so best believe this podcast is real real and the Lord says that we need to build our house on the rock and if the rock isn't Jesus then your rock is wrong because that means that you're worshiping and you're dealing with some idols that are not the Holy Spirit that are not holy that are not holy so um that's that let's let's talk some more so i want to first say a few things now that we're back okay so one i just re-listened to that last clip and if you hear some things in the background sorry not sorry i live with my mom and my siblings so (laughs) it's very rare when nobody's home and i could have recorded this tomorrow but for some reason, the Holy Spirit is really pushing me to get this out tonight. So that's one. And then two, I was just scrolling on Instagram, even though I am about to start a social media fast actually tomorrow. I'm about to start like, oh my God, <laughs> everything about me is about to change, which is, I mean, hallelujah. But I just saw this quote and it says, God wants you to ask him for things that are bigger than yourself. And isn't that what I did, y'all? Like when I was sitting there and I'm praying to the Lord, I'm just like, Lord, how can I help you? What a dangerous prayer that is to pray. I didn't know what I was doing until I actually did it. And then now look at me. Um, I'm about to quit my job, changing my majors, all kinds of stuff. And it's just like when the Holy Spirit speaks to you and you ask for his will to be done. You ask these specific things, Lord, how can I help you? Lord, how can I be more like you? Just, just so many, like there are so many different ways on how you can deepen your relationship with Christ or ask him to, 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 to deepen himself within you. Um, oh my 
God, y'all, like I have opened myself up to an entire new realm, an entire, oh my gosh. And within that is just also understanding that like the Lord is gifting me so many tools. The Lord is reminding me that, you know, there are reasons why he puts us into seasons of isolation. And I think that the Lord is kind of ushering me into one of those, not necessarily like away from all of my people, like he's not disconnecting me from anyone. He's not telling me that I need to cut off anybody, that I need to stop talking to people. He's not saying any of that. He's saying that in this season that I am in, in this season that I am entering in, in this current life that I am living, this part of my life, I need to stop leaning so much on my brothers and my sisters right next to me. And I need to lean on the Father, the Holy Spirit, the Jesus that lives and dwells within me. Like what? You're telling me that not only do I have the Holy Spirit, the speed dial to the throne room, the Holy Spirit dwells within me. That means that I can contact the Holy Spirit whenever I need thee. Whenever I fall, y'all, I promise you the first thing I do is say, oh, my God. And a lot of people are like, oh, my gosh, you're not supposed to say God in vain. Y'all, that's my prayer. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's my prayer. That's my prayer. And so I think that that's just so interesting that this uh, quote just popped up because it's just like, I don't even follow this person. But it's just like, if God wants you to ask him for things that are bigger than yourself, then that means that he says that you are worthy of it. He says that this is a compliment to, to you, that if you ask and I give it to you, then that means that you can handle this. And I think that this is honestly me saying, speaking to myself and saying Emily you can handle this that like girl your life is not falling apart you're not crumbling the Lord has you in his hands all kinds of stuff like y'all the season that I am walking in is so odd and it's just like I cannot do anything but lean on him and 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 a part of that brings like I can't lie, that brings fear, it brings anxiety, you know, it brings sorrow, but at the same time, it's just like, it brings strength, it brings mercy, it brings a deeper understanding, it brings God to my table, it me, it brings Jesus to my table, it brings the Holy Spirit to my heart, and that's all I want, that's all I ask, and so on that note, this is the end of the podcast. Thank you all for joining me back here at the Why Not Podcast. I just had such a blast having this conversation with you guys. It is always so much fun. So if you ever have any comments, questions, or concerns, you can hit me up on Instagram, shout out, email me, DM me, Facebook me, whatever you want to do to reach me. <laughs> Did you peep the rhyme? But I had such a blast. Thank you for joining me. This is the Why Not Podcast. Douches. Douches.